Harry de Montfort Wellborn sat surveying his fun factory from the safe confines of the Sunshine Café. Inside his head he carried a seething black hatred of contempt for that dirty little shed-like building, which he nicknamed the Circus, he being obviously the ringmaster and his staff being the contemptual clowns. Well, hello, Mr. Wellborn. Good morning. Ah, Shirley. Shirley was the waitress. She could soothe any stomach ulcer. Shirley was a twin-torpedoed pleasure craft who'd launched and sank many a man of war. She had gazelle grace and floated around this tiny space, fluorescent in spirit and smile, which shafted down into many a dark dungeon of soul. Shirley, my beautiful, beautiful girl, I was just contemplating whether to burn down my business this morning or leave it till payday Friday and shoot the burning members of staff that may try and run to freedom. Oh dear, Mr. Monkfort, is it that bad? Well, it's made me into a very depressed dipsomaniac within a very short space of time. But you're a rich man with a big house and a beautiful wife. No, Shirley, I'm a small, kept man with an enormous overdraft who's very good at juddling his own debt. If I should falter or drop a couple of the spinning plates, then I shall end up in the workhouse as a vagabond. I am what's known as a financial illusion. Oh, dear. And here's me thinking of marrying you for money, sex and status. Alas, my dearest heart, all three I could not suffice. Financially, as I've explained. Secondly, sexually, well, I'm in impotent. There's no way of skirting around the subject. Due to stress and uh, terror, I also administer nightly a chemical castration of booze. Now, status, well, if we lose the other two, that's gone too. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, my darling, that won't do. No, it will not do, will it, darling? Is there anything that you'd be good at if you lost all three? I'd still be good. I think, possibly, I would excel my dutiful, beautiful ray of the Sunshine Café at drinking down and acid tablets due to carrying this large duodenal ulcer. I can also emit the loudest burp in Christendom and do so on a regular basis. My wife, well, let's say my present wife, uh, says I sound a bit like a bull moose barking across the white tundra of our tiled infinity kitchen. Oh, I don't think I'd like that first in the morning. Not just in the morning. Many times per day. Oh, I can't say that's much of an arousal. No, it's quite terrifying in actual fact if you're not ready for it. I mean, my old grandmother, well, her grandmother, she jumped and fell down the patio steps the other day when I emitted one of my finest... Uh, loud uh, belches, and uh, fortunately I didn't manage to catch a hold of her. But she's due to eat overeating and claret and cheese and God knows what. She's put on that much weight. I dislocated my arm, tore all the um, chest muscles too. <sighs> Sounds painful. Yes, couldn't raise a smile or a glass of uh, old Bino Blanco for weeks. 
What's your wife like, Mick? What was she like, Mr. Monkfort? Uh, chain-smoking dipsomaniacs such as myself, but very bombastic, as a temper equivalent to that of Genghis Khan, or Bull Queen Boudicca. She suffers from total Empress Syndrome. What's that? Well, it's when someone's been so spoiled, so sugar-spoiled in every which way. Uh, she was an only child, you see, and everybody doted on her. Nannies, servants, butlers, you name it, anything. Total pampered privilege. Oh, dear. So, what's, in, so what's happened? Well, basically, I'm living with a female form of Genghis Khan, uh, who would kill me if ever the rule of law should lapse. She's a female psychopath, exceptionally dangerous. She sounds dangerous. Mm, very terrifyingly so. Mm, but, Mr. Wellborn, you, you belong to one of the wealthiest families in the parish. Well, the most wealthy, wealthy family. I mean, you, you've married into the Monkforts. Exactly, I had to change my name. I've had to marry and change my name, change everything, including virtually my sex. But you're in the... The golden belt of... Mm, yes, surely. Unfortunately, I've married into an, what people see as the aristocracy. What people don't realise is that uh, they're completely three parts mentally insane. They may look superior, but they're very inferior in actual fact in many ways. Especially morals, manners, intelligence, scruples in any way. The money, they seem to think money maketh man, not manners. But what about all the glitz and the glamour and the glamour of... Ah, yes. They've certainly taken control of a Pandora's jewellery box. Land, money, goods, shackles, anything you... Every single thing. Sports cars, everything. But the aristocracy, unfortunately. But you've, you've married Lady... Um, yes, Lady Barbara, yes. Mm, Barbara Monkfort. Oh, it's meaningless. All it means is that there's eight centuries of a family that has stayed together since the Norman Conquest, mutating into a bunch of misfits, and that have been marauding over this green and pleasant land, raping, pillaging and murdering, and even it continues to this present day. Oh, I don't think so. They're one of the oldest and most respected families in, in this part of England, if not in... Oh, yes, yes. Very, very, very wonderful illusion. A bit like mine. You see, due to sort of interbreeding and close, shall we say, close connections with one's first cousins, well, even brothers and sisters, their blue blood gene pool has stagnated and festered and brought forth such terrifying specimens of this happian species, more like cleft palates, Munchausen jaws, Total gargoyles. Most of them that are hidden away in the cellars are worse than things that fall off the side of the church. Hideous, hideous strain of madness that runs like the Barnsley black coal seam all the way through. Oh, they're mad. But, but that's where most of the money came from, the seam as well, and Barnsley seam. Ah, oh, I don't see this. I mean, it's you, surely you must, there must be one or two of them that you can look favourably upon. The well-borns? No. Every single one is mad, and I can only term them as a savage tribe. 
Oh, you're not painting a very pastoral picture here. I was expecting you to say you were a, I don't know, the Haywain, Constable's Haywain, because it looks very much like that. No, I can assure you it's more like the scream of schizophrenia belonging to Edvard Munch. Oh, surely I've married into a madhouse. I live estranged from my wife. I'm living down the third driveway in some broken-down mobile home, which... Well, why don't you... Why haven't you taken just... If you have to live apart for now, why don't you live in one of the estate cottages? Because, Shirley, my darling, the estate cottages are also full of relatives, which are usually locked in the cellars or in their cottages and not allowed out until there's some sort of dark night shagfest or blood-worshipping... Oh, this is rubbish... No, no, you can't be as bad as that. I assure you it is. Surely, my darling, this, when night falls, that Sodom and Gomorrah, it turns into some sort of vampire porn movie. But it can't. What about the Earl? He's beautifully... The Earl of Westcliff is lovely. He's as mad as a March hare. Totally interbred Looney Tune. He sits most nights after driving like a maniac back to the hall. He sits and drinks copious amounts of claret, blowing a trumpet that can be heard 12 miles away, all night long virtually. In fact, the only respite the parish ever gets from his madness is when he attacked a priceless fountain in the garden of one of the nymphs and broke off its hands and feet using his um, trumpet. He had to wait for it to be, um, well, with a new one, it smashed it to smithereens. He also drinks booze through it. I mean, he fills it full of booze and uses it like a goblet, like some pewter goblet. He thought in the morning when they questioned him, he said that it was, he thought it was Medusa after having one of the flashbangs. Flashbangs more like, what's a flashbang? Well, that's the thing, the Wellborns have got this crazy cocaine cocktail that they mix, mix together. Magic mushrooms and cocaine and anything else, any other psychedelic herbs that they can lay their hands on. Ooh, sounds like pure party time. Oh, it is. You see, the jailbirds that work in the walled garden, catsy prisoners or something that they can let out, they've been caught growing weed and mushrooms miles off their tits. Instead of reporting them, the Earl has now joined them. In fact, he's grown some, through his horticultural society, he's managed to grow some super strength skunk and grow some unbelievably whack-out mushrooms. He's on them morning till night. He lives on the mushrooms. So why? Why have they allowed? Why have they allowed someone like you, I suppose, to, to marry into the well-born family? Ah, simple. Surely, surely, it's a simple blood as I explained earlier, the blue blood pool has stagnated into a dreadful ghastliness, rather like a wolf pack. The Monkfort madness, over a hundred years, turns very, very scary. Mm, there are few, well, there are none, there are no good specimens. And so, they have to bring in someone like me, a, um, you know, to enter into the... Yes, into the wolf pack and, uh, and bring some good blood with me so that they can carry on. Otherwise, really, they'd be sectioned into the sanatorium. You know, the hall would be pulled down and no doubt uh, anything in there, land confiscated and the, uh, yeah, well, the pure blood sort of pedigree that they seem to, the parish always looks upon as being 
wonderful is actually certifiable if you let it continue. Hence, I've got to come in and, uh, and bring some decent stuff. Do you think perhaps you're being a little harsh on the family? I mean, come on, Mr. Wellborn. I mean, there's got to be... Well, it's like a bit like a... Well, they are just feudal overlords. You know, they've been here since the conquest and uh, murdering and maiming and have continued to this day. There's nothing special about them. It can't be as bad as all that. I mean, come on, you're in the lap of luxury. Westcliff Hall is surrounded by beautiful gardens. It's, it's like a paradise. It's an illusion, Shirley. If only you knew the half of it. I mean, my wife, Lady Barbara, she spends all her time in creations of madness that she puts together in her Kit Kat Club. Ever heard of it? No. It's a bunch of bisexuals come trisexuals. Trisexuals? Yes, I mean, they, it's notorious that some of them, they, you know, they, they've not been caught yet, but they've jumped species to get action, shall we say, or arouse. I don't believe you. Well, standing joke, and I mean, it is a standing joke. They definitely need a badger for the bedroom. Otters for the bathroom, and oh, it's dreadful. Anyway, the old Earl had to shoot a couple of his Labradors last year because they, they were sexually feral, basically. If you went anywhere near them, they started trying to you know, mate with your leg and, and wouldn't stop sort of with their cunnilingual kiss, as it was called. Oh, dear. I know. I know. The last thing you need is, is um, saliva, dog saliva on your genitals, isn't it? Oh, God, it sounds disgusting. Yes, anyway, the... They have to be taken and shot. They buried, they've got little gravestones. In fact, there's little gravestones all around the estate, obviously for the sexually feral pets that they've had to shoot. And put down, oh, God, it is disgusting. So, you've moved out? Y yes. Well, you see, the Kit Kat Club, I didn't realise, it's like an upmarket bordello. You come back most nights to find so many members of society, well, shall we say aristocracy, Stuck to the floor or stuck to the this, that and the rest of it. You've got to sort of, with saliva or whichever body fluids, they're stuck here, there and everywhere. It's like human snails and slugs. You come back and they're dehydrating from booze and stuck to the, um, to the ornate floors or tiles of something. I mean, I got back the other night to find a, a London chap telling me that uh, you need fluffed up 50 fellows and... Uh, the entry into the hall was actually an act of fellatio. And would I engage? Whew, sounds crazy, is it? Uh, my wife, I mean, on the wedding night, she actually said to me, look, I'm a lioness, and I am always in search of a little fresh meat. And then, with her, two days later, she told me, uh, not only was I, you know, she was a, a lioness in search of... A, fresh me, that I, I was a duck-billed platypus, hmm? with a pair of webbed feet, if you please. Well, do you sort of have wet feet? Of course I don't, it's a euphemism. Surely it's due to my lack of you know, sexual spark. But, I mean, how can you have a sexual spark? The first thing she did was dress up as a dominatrix, stand on one of my bingo wings, and lash me, give me 20 lashes with a cat of nine tails, which is part of the... Kit Kat Club, if you please. I mean, how can you get sexually aroused? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so does your wife do this sort of all day, or is there something else besides the Kit Kat Club? No. 
Her entire life revolves around the Kit Kat Club. And don't forget, this coveting carousel of carnal desire is, is, you know, it has to be replenished constantly. I mean, once someone's been involved, they're hardly daft enough to come back. Hmm, I see what you mean. Very strange. I've never seen anything like this when I've delivered sort of things to the hall. No, you won't. But beware. Never enter. I mean, it's marked heaven over the doorbell on one side and hell on the other. You really... You, I think you're over-egging things. It should be called Sodom Hall. I'm being serious. It's mad. So besides living at Sodom Hall in this interesting situation... Interesting. Terrifying, you mean. I'm in fear. I mean, me and the servants, all we do is carry what's left of half-eaten corpses to their cars each morning or even at night. This is why there's so much carnage on that top road there. You know, through the woods, the green, you know, the greenside woods there. So many people have killed themselves on that straight driving back in total fear that have been instilled upon them. And uh, you've probably read about it. Oh, I have. I have. Is that due to... Oh, yes. That's due to us loading them into the cars, brimming with piss. Yeah. Or powder or whatever else. Or pr prostitutes usually sat in the back of the car. It's, you know, it's a triple P pension plan they're on. Oof, sounds, to be honest, it sounds rather exciting. Exciting? Well, I can assure you it's not. That's why I'm carrying this large judinal ulcer. It's terrible. I mean, I'm in fear of being sodomized or slaughtered at any moment. And what about the children? The new blood, as you say, that you've brought... Well, they're as feral as her. I mean, they've been to every top school. And now, you know, they've just come back from Switzerland. Finished off. Finished off? God, the state of them. They're just like two feral cats themselves and gone to terrorise London society non-stop. God, how the other half live, eh? Oh, just think of the Roman Colosseum and you'll not go far wrong. Saturday night sinners, Sunday morning saints. That's the, that's the other thing. After debauching and... Uh, degrading themselves in drunken stupors, they have the audacity to then throw themselves down upon the cold Carrera marble in church and try and beg forgiveness each Sunday after hell has broken loose on Saturday night. I'm sure most of the well-borns were just... Well, most of the well-borns are born with a Welsh silver spoon up their arse and baptised in Bollinger, in the font, it's brimming, so it bubbles. Oh, come on, come on, Harry, it can't be so bad. It is insane. It's mad. So today, what's, what's the cat club going to be doing then, Mr Wellborn? Today? May I call you Harry? Of course you can. Today, I wasn't born a Wellborn, don't forget. I have a Welsh silver spoon up my ass, and they, they've got a Welsh silver spoon that they use for just cocaine. It's that big. Looks like something out of Tony Montana every time they... Anyway, well, what happens today on summer's day? Well, think of a lesbian lounge, OK? All the girls spread out on sun lounges, pan-frying in the heat. Naked, of course, and glistening in oil. It's awful. Chain-smoking cigarettes into a burning fuse, and and flashing down, you know, flash bombs. Oh, and the sexual games? Must a bit like a Romanesque rampage. Think of the Colosseum. Some poor Christian male or female is plied with you know, piss and powder and then covered in cocaine and violated by either four lesbians with 
strap on appendages or or you, you know, you know just, well it doesn't matter what sex they are they term themselves as the nymphheads nymphs mm. oh yes it's very Greek yes they languish around like nymphs and at the side of the pool everything done out similar to Greek you know a Greek um, pool of pleasure and uh, anyway they sit around sharpening the claws literally filing the nails and everything till this poor thing arrives male or female goddess or god or whatever they say oh, what's your what name what's your wife's name goddess oh, well I call her hell girl trouble six but that's a joke she's called Calypso wonderful well not really I mean after luring some poor man or woman to the doom or into the pleasure dome these cats usually sort of uh, rape and pillage and uh, well many because you know many court cases have been settled out of court of course and uh, for these maniacs going too far sexual perverts well I mean the last court case <sighs> surely the poor man he's still being treated you know a psychiatrist for Various ghastliness. I mean, well, what happened? Well, can you believe it? Not only did they lash him almost to flesh itself with cats of nine tails and God knows what, but they actually tied him onto a fet frame and let their cats, their little ghastly cats, lick various substances from his skin. Oh, their little raspy tongues. God, I can feel them now. Oof, so it does sound a bit of a nightmare. And they're all dressed up as some sort of voodoo witch queen when all hell broke loose. I mean, God, voodoo witch queen. Oh, I mean, can, can you believe it? The last Saturday I walked in, you know, she'd organised some sort of Nazi night. I was greeted by Eve in a... Bikini Basque black creation. Eve. Evil, I call her. Oh, Matt, she stood there in jackboots. Jackboots and suspenders and God knows what, with an iron cross at her throat. With laurel leaves. Laurel leaves. The highest. One of the silver. She was only missing the silver swords for the highest Nazi award. I mean, good God. Eve. Oh, Eve. You'll have seen her strutting up and down. She's always dressed as a gothy. Six foot two, got a huge Steinway smile. Oh, I have. She's beautiful, beautiful. Those teeth and claws can strip. In fact, they once stripped a Scotsman down to the bare bone within about five minutes. Claws on each corner and fangs at the front. You've never seen anything like it in your life. Does the Earl get involved? The Earl? Well, he did, used to, but not until he actually crashed the old... Bentley Blower through the Rosen Crown, remember? Coming down the straight of Greenside Woods there, piled it straight through the Rosen Crown. Wonder he didn't kill the entire bar. Oh, I remember that. Good God, yes, another one he got away with. People with broken bones, well, him? He was absolutely stretched out the place. It's a standing joke. It's the only time that the old Earl, Earl Monkford the Wellborn, has been, has entered a boozer without buying a drink. Oh, he's in a hospital bed for near on a year. Plaster, plastered in all, all, all respects. The insurance man came, he's plastered from head to foot, including his head, and asked if he'd got the spare keys for the Bentley on him. 
They swore at him non-stop. He said, do I look like I've got the effing keys for the car? <sighs> anyway, it was the same insurance guy that came last time. The old Earl was... He'd somehow managed to teach one of his dogs to drive. The thing went straight through one of the greenhouses in a Land Rover. I mean, how do you explain that? Anyway, he didn't get paid out. But he nearly killed a couple of the jailbirds. He had to pay them out as well. I mean, the madness of this man, this Earl, he even rides around on a giraffe dray. And he has, you know, animals, varying animals all over. He's got wild boar and panthers and God knows what, that he he walks about on a lead. In fact, the black, the damn evil thing was walking about with one of the panthers while she was dressed as a black Nazi, all in black as a Nazi. Oh, good God. Oh, it does sound funny, but it, it sounds somehow very alluring. What, to get run over? Not for their jailbirds? No, 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 no. Just, just, it sounds just... Uh, curiosity, and you will get killed in the Kit Kat Club, my darling. What's the old Earl like? I've told you, he's mad. They're all mad. I mean, he's even nicknamed as the as Colonel Catastrophe. He's a doomsday machine, whatever he does. Do you know he once asked me, casually, so, Harry, you don't drink and drive, then? And then I quickly found out that he actually has never, ever driven sober. Ever! This place of yours, I think I've got to see it. Oh, no, you don't. We'll end up in the Kit Kat Club. You idiot. That's where I want to be. Oh, Jesus Christ, surely. Not another Christian child to the slaughter.